Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, all things we care about, which is primarily metal and live music. Today we're going to be talking about shows during COVID, during 2020. Um, but before we dive super far into that, we recently watched a live stream of a concert uh, with Tenacious D uh, on September 11th, 2022 for their Rock the Vote concert. Uh, we paid twenty four ninety nine for the ticket or for the, the stream, and $2.56, and I believe that's for tax. Yeah, Chicago Entertainment Tax. Yeah. What were, what were your thoughts on that on that show? Well, compared to the shows that we did watch in 2020, which this show kind of jogged our memory about those, so we wanted to talk about it, um, is you could tell that in 2020 when they were doing these um, live stream shows, um, there wasn't a live audience, so the vibe was definitely different where they were catering towards, um, uh, like, the live stream audience or just live stream shows, um, where this one was a little bit different where they had a live audience, so Tenacious D was performing for the live audience, and then they just happened to be recording it as well or live streaming it as well. Um, so I just felt the vibe was totally different between the shows that we watched in 2020 and these, this one. Yeah, that's a good point. Like this one was essentially just a recording of a concert. Yep. Like if you buy a, um, a live DVD of somebody performing, like we have disaster pieces, a couple Metallica ones and so on. Right. Where it's just a recording of that particular show. And that's all this really was. It was just a show and they were selling tickets to live stream it on like nugs, I think is what it was. And, there's been a few of those on Nugs. I know Dead and Company always streams on there. Um, they have all like Metallica from their 2019, 2020 yeah, tour. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. That kind of bleeded into 2020 and then like those got canceled or postponed. So they went back and added those ones, like the Brazil dates and Yeah, those that. were just this year. Yeah. 2022. But I think that was like the same tour. But yep. same thing, right? It was just, it was the concert filmed and streamed for you to watch. And we've seen other ones like that. We um like Lala this year did that. At least I don't know if this is the first year they did it they did it more years, but this is the first year we really watched it uh, and watched some performances there. And it was the same thing, right? Just a just a recording not a recording, but a live stream of the of the concert. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I think a lot more um festivals or concerts are doing that now um, since they found out that they could in 2020 um, or could sell it as well. Like Lala was on Hulu, so obviously you'd have a subscription to Hulu to be able to watch it, but that's who sponsored it or who held it. But, um, yeah, like the Nugs subscription that we watch concerts, um, Machine Head, you mentioned um, Metallica and Grateful Dead. I think those are the three main ones that we watch on there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think um, more bands might start doing that now that they realize that they could or make more revenue off of it as well, especially the one-offs, the yeah. one-off shows. I mean, but what were your other – other than, like, the setup and not necessarily the setup, but the vibe of the show, you know, one being, as we'll get into with the other ones, those are more catered towards that particular event with no audience in, in or around, like, the – the set where they're playing. Um, this one was a live audience 
interacting. Um, I know you're not like the biggest fan of Tenacious D, no, but I'm not. <laughs> but like, what other than other than not enjoying the music and the vibe being different than the previous ones that we saw in 2020? What were your other kind of thoughts? Was it something enjoyable? I guess uh, let's let's stick to that. Like we'll talk about that at the end when we talk about enjoyable. Yeah, I think so. Like, was this show enjoyable? Mm, I know you're not going to think it was, but overall the experience. Okay. And let's let's wait till we talk about the other three, and then come back and circle back to see what we okay. what our thoughts are. Okay. And with that, let's dive into the first one. Sure. First one was Metallica. Um, well, this was our last one. Yes, this is the last one that we saw, but let's <laughs> we'll talk about it first. <laughs> okay, so sounds good. Our first, but our last. Um, this was the All Within My Hands concert and auction that they did in 2020. It was November 14th, 2020, and the price that we paid, if I remember looking it up, was $74.22. Um, but that goes had, towards charity. Yeah, it went towards their All Within My Hands foundation. Yes. Um, I don't remember all the tiers they had. I don't think this was the lowest tier, but it wasn't definitely wasn't the highest tier. This one came with a shirt, right? You See, I can't t-shirt? remember if it came with the shirt. I think it did. So, I mean, that's not horrible, right? 25, 30, I guess church like 40 bucks now, right? 45. At, at the last concert we were at, they were 45 for a t-shirt. Yeah, so then I guess that's true. Then that's 30 that, bucks for the yeah. live stream. Yeah. So it's $30 for both of us to see a concert? Not yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, but it's all within my hands. So it's... It's a special event they do every year. They have their new one coming up in December. We're not going to be able to make that. Um, but they always do like something special, or at least they have the last few years. The year before this, in 2019, uh, they ended up releasing it on vinyl and on CD. And we have that where it's basically the acoustic set they did. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of covers, a lot of original Metallica songs, um, but acoustic versions of those songs, which was really cool to hear. Uh, I enjoy that album a lot. Um, this one started out the same way. They came out and did a bunch of acoustic songs. I think they opened with Blackened, which during <laughs> during 2020, the first thing they released was sort of the acoustic version of Blackened. And it was just like the the... Skype version, right, where they had the four panels and each one of them was in a panel and they would just play their music. Um, do you remember much about that first part of the set? Um, yeah, I did. Like, yeah, I remember. What were your thoughts watching that? The first part? Yeah. Well, we didn't even talk about the set, really, or like the setup. Sure, let's talk about the setup then before we get into the yeah, actual set. Yeah, because I think that that really plays into what you were saying the earlier. Whole, well, Kind of what I was saying earlier, but then also it plays into, like, my thoughts on their sets, if that makes sense. So, the setup of this performance was, they were, were they in a circle? I think it was just a giant square. A square, so they, they, okay. they were in a square box, basically. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember if they were sitting in a circle or not, or if they were sitting. But, um, so, all four of them, if, it, if it's a square, more than likely they were on corners of the... Um, sorry, sorry. They were probably in a circle amongst themselves. That's what I thought. But yeah. the overall setup was basically a square around them. Like they okay. were inside of a box. Okay. Okay. So they were in more likely in a circle. Sorry. I don't remember. Um, but then the walls of the box were screens 
and um, I believe people could pay, like, there was different tiers. You could, kind of like what you were talking about, like ours, I think, came with a T-shirt. Um, another tier was you could um, have your camera on while they're playing, and they would just show your face on one of those squares on the wall or on the screen. Um, and then I think the top tier was that they would call you out, and then you would actually be able to talk with the band members. Um, so kind of like a meet and greet in a way. Um, but it was all live stream on TV. Yeah. So when we bought our tickets, I remember looking at those options and like you're right, it was sort of like a meet and greet and I can't remember what the price was. It wasn't outrageously horrible. I want to say maybe 150 to yeah. less than 300. Yeah. It wasn't that bad at all. And I was like, oh, well that's kind of cool for like a meet and greet. And I thought it was like before the show that you'd sit down and do like a little chat with them over zoom, which was like, all right, that's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want to do a meet and greet to begin with. So we didn't opt to do that. I didn't realize it was going to be during the show that you would see these like hexagon Uh. screens all lined up like a honeycomb uh, with people sitting in there, like jamming out in their rooms, you know, listening to Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, I, I get it. Like when you were buying the tickets or the subscription, I guess it's not really a ticket, but you thought that it was more a zoom call before. Yeah. And I think part of it said something like a shout out. So I didn't know what that meant. Like, Oh, are you just going to say, Hey, thanks. Thanks Brian and Karen for showing, uh, you know, donating to all with my hands, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But no, it was during the sets. They would in between songs, they'd stop and call out random numbers. Um, of the people they wanted to talk to. And they talked to somebody for a little bit, asked like where they're at, if they're staying safe, uh, what they keep busy doing and whatnot. Um, what were your thoughts on that whole experience? On the shout out thing? Yeah. Um, it was kind of cool. Um, I don't think, like you said, I don't think I would do it. Um, it was very short. I remember like, I mean, they only talked to the people for like 30 seconds maybe. But um, most people had... Metallica everything, like Metallica all over their wall. Like, they were set up in a place that had, like, posters and... Show their fandom. Yeah, show, like, how big of a fan they are. Um, And then sometimes the conversations were just, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I'm a fan. And then other people, I think I remember a couple that, you know, were kind of geeking out, like, wanting to say, like, what their favorite album it was or their song was or... um, but yeah, like I think you mentioned, not the shout out ones, but like that other people, and you could see them just jamming on a guitar, um, obviously on mute. They weren't talking or anything, but you could just see them playing a guitar in the background or whatever. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. And so another thing we got with this ticket was like the audio version of this concert. And so I actually listened to it just oh, a little bit ago. Oh. Um, and I really did not like the shout outs when I'm listening to it when you were streaming it it was fine it was fun it was interactive but when I'm just listening to the audio like walking to work or walking somewhere right it's very annoying and like I just want to hear music I don't want to hear people talk um so I, I found myself skipping a bunch of those and yeah it was not something I enjoyed from just an audio perspective but yeah, I mean, so that's the sort of the setup. Anything else you want to talk about, sort of the stage? No, I mean, yeah, I just feel like going into the sets or, you know, like what we thought of it, 
the setup was a big thing. Yeah, it was a really cool setup. I mean, definitely seeing those screens. Like I said, from a, watching it live was a lot of fun. Listening to it, not so much. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun watching it live. Made sense. And I think if you would have paid for one of those upper tiers, like even if you just paid for your picture to be shown or whatever, or your face to be shown, I think it would be kind of cool like throughout the show to be like, oh my gosh, there we are, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. But I don't really think I would want to do like the talking ones. No, I don't I don't think so either. Um, if it was just like before the show, I'd be more inclined to do it. But after, like during the like live stream, like no, I don't think I would. I'm glad we didn't do do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, the first so they they, they kind of alluded to this. They broke it into like two sets. Um, the first one was more acoustic, more covers, and more Metallica songs as um, as acoustic versions. Um, I I really enjoyed that. It was a unique experience. Um, they did the House of the Rising Suns, Sun, um, by the animals, or as Lars said, the Yardbirds, which he got <laughs> wrong and during that, which was kind of fun. And then Rob, Roberto's like, no, it's, it's the animals. Um, but I mean. So you just listened to this, so. I did, You yeah. have it in your mind. Like, I haven't watched, I haven't listened to it or anything since 2020, so. Yeah. And then they, like, I, I enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. Um. Because like I said, we listened to that 2019 album where it's just a bunch of covers and some Metallica songs as well as on acoustic. It's just an interesting way to hear some of the songs. Some of them they did. They did Creeping Death as a, an acoustic. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. I did not like that as an acoustic. You didn't like it? No, it was not. I'm not a fan of that version of that song. I, that's one of my favorite songs too. but Not as acoustic? No. Uh-uh. It's missing. It's missing that edge. It's Yeah. Yeah. But then they took a little break. I was trying to remember, and I kind of remember during the break, they streamed, like, videos of them promoting the All Within My Hands, showing the kind of work that the All Within My Hands Foundation does. Yeah, yeah, to um, show the viewers or whatever, like, what the actual foundation does in the, you know, with the money or with, with their time as well. It's not just about money. It's right. They actually go and um, volunteer or you know, help out as much as they can. Right. They, it's community service, come clean up parks, come clean up cities, um, food banks. A lot of money goes to food banks. And that was a big thing this year, obviously, yeah. was yeah. providing to food shelters, food banks. Um, and then, you know, education opportunities for people as well. Go If you want to go into like a trade craft, uh, they'll help. I think one of the big things they do is provide like boots for people who are going into construction. Yep. Like, yep. let's and get you the proper equipment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything you need, like, let, let's get it to you so you can be successful in this endeavor that you want to pursue, which is awesome. It's something that I think that all the band members care a lot about, and, and they they want to, you know, pay it forward type thing, and it's great to see. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's really great to see these um, bands that, um, not necessarily just Metallica, but, I mean, because a lot of bands have charities or have created charities over the last, I don't know, 10 years that we've I've been following them. But everybody's always on Metallica for having so much money or, you know, like Metallica does, you know, I, I guess the whole Napster and Lars thing, like they think that. All they Metallica, care about is money. Yeah, all they care about is money. But then all within my hands really proves that they, it, it's not all about money. It's about the giving back also. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, and it was great to see that. Yeah. Um, and then they came out for 
the second part of the show, which was in a you know the normal electric guitars, no more acoustic stuff going on, which made it very interesting, right? That you got to see both halves here. You got to see a little bit of acoustic and a little bit of harder, heavier stuff. Yeah, yeah. And one thing they did was play a song from the 2019 show, which was the acoustic the first time they covered it. And they played it again, but this electric version of it. I think that's the one they came out to, or it's the second song they played. They ended it with All Within My Hands. All Within My Hands, okay. And then they took the break and came back and to the electric set and played Disposable Heroes. Uh, and I think that's the song I was thinking of, where they played it acoustically the first time the year before and came back and did an electric oh, okay. version. Okay. Uh, electric guitar version of the cover of the song, which was it was great to hear. I And... That that second set was very short, right? They I think they did like nine, eight songs the first time, and then uh, six songs. So I guess it's about the same. Wait, wait, and you got Master of Puppets in there. Yeah, that's true. That's so going to take a little while. Yeah, that's two songs in one. But I mean, all in all, it was <laughs> yeah, just two songs in one. You always <laughs> forgot that. Uh, all in all, I really enjoyed enjoyed this experience as a whole um 75 bucks not bad for a shirt and two people to get to see a, a show and there were no shows right that like yeah really in 2020 yeah so like we had to make it work right this was it was fun and like we justified it also like hey we're helping out a good cause so right right any other thoughts you have about this particular metallica show no i enjoyed it um it's hard to, I mean, because we saw three other one, or three other bands or two other bands do it, um, but it's hard to say if it was like my favorite one. Um, it was unique compared to the other two um, bands that we saw, but I really enjoyed it. I wish that they would live stream all within my hands this year, which maybe they will. They'll announce it. They might, yeah. I mean, because after this, also they had the fortieth, right? And yep. they live streamed that on Amazon. You can watch both nights of yep. that. Yeah. So, I mean, possibly they'll do all of my hands this year as well. Yeah. It'll be cool if they do because it's very unique. Yeah. I wish we could could go this year, but yeah, can't make it at work. So, yeah, you did mention we saw two other bands. And the next one we're going to talk about is Fever 333, which I think was the show right before this. We saw this on October 24th, 2020. Um, it's called the Virtual Demonstration. Their shows, they call their shows demonstrations, not necessarily shows, but... Yeah, so just a virtual version of their demonstration, our virtual show, basically. We paid $16.09. I'm assuming there's some sort of fee in there as well. Yeah, I'm sure it's a dollar nine for tax. So $15 for the show and then the tax added on. Still not bad. 15 bucks for a show. Yeah. Like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Fever 333. Do you remember much about this show? Um, yeah, so... We're kind of jumping all over the place, but this was actually our first show. Our first? Our first virtual show. Oh. Because the next one that you have listed was in January 2021. Oh, okay. Not so it in was. 2020. Okay. So it was this, then Metallica, yeah. then yeah. Avatar. Okay. People are still playing live shows in 20, January 2020. There's 2021. That oh, that's right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Lockdown didn't happen until March. Yep. I completely missed. Yeah, that's. Very true. But that's okay. We'll just jump all over the yeah. place. So we talked about our second show. Now we're talking about our first show. And then we'll <laughs> talk about our third show. But um, yeah, so the 
setup, if I remember right, was also like a stage within a box. Yeah, it was definitely, it seemed like it was in a warehouse and they had just sort of a stage up, you know, in the middle of the warehouse. Yeah. So, and then um, they had like lights along the stage to like make different color, you know, like the box would turn red or blue or whatever color. So, um, and then I know at one point they even showed like the audience and like, I think his child came up on stage and stuff, um, if I remember right. And like. They showed, like, all the crew and everything because, like, with any show, most of the time bands are like, hey, put it up for – or give it up for all the crew. So they did that during the show as well. So you actually got to see the big warehouse and see the people sitting there and everything. That's a good point because this isn't – you know, these show, shows aren't just the musicians up there. There is a massive crew typically behind the band that is tearing it down, putting it together – you know, you have your guitar techs, your drum techs who are like making sure it sounds great. Like the crew is the thing. And not only were the bands affected during this, like they probably make a good chunk of their money through live performances and merch sales. Um, but the crew makes their money by being a crew for a live yeah, show. exactly. And when you don't have live shows, there's no work for them. They're just simply out of work. Right. Um, so, you, you know, bands that did put the stuff together and brought their crews out to help them out. That's, that's awesome. Like, hey, we're going to help you guys. Like, let's let's give the fans something to listen to. Let's give you some work to do. Like, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think doing the live streaming portion of it, obviously, then you have editors and. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what all goes into a production. I shouldn't even talk like I know what I'm talking about because I have no clue, but. Definitely going to have, like, a director or producer yeah. that, like, will say, cut to camera X, you know, um, your sound guys who are going to make sure you're, you're sounding good and all that. Yeah. And like I mentioned during Tenacious D, that one had, or that concert that we watched, the live stream was, they had a live audience. It was produced as just recording a concert of them on stage for the live audience, where this was basically them on stage mostly I don't even know what the singer's name is I should have yeah. looked it up <laughs> but um basically him singing and them filming him singing like on an empty stage by himself I mean granted we just talked about that there was a small crew there but um basically just them performing on stage by them by himself or by themselves yeah I mean the first time we saw um, Fever three thirty three was at open air. Yeah, yeah. And the energy that they put on stage is fucking insane. Right. It's so awesome to see. Well, I so sorry, but going into it, I remember we went and looked at merch before even going to the stage, and I saw their logo was a cat or like a leopard, maybe I don't even know. I'm, that's probably the wrong cat, but a large cat. And the number is 333. I'm guessing it's a Black Panther. Probably. That's probably the right answer there. This is going great tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But. But I knew right away I was like, cats and the number three. Yeah. I'm going to like this. And we went to go. We saw them. They put. They have so much fucking energy. It's so awesome to see. Yeah. Their sound is amazing. I love their sound. Um. 
and their message is very, I would say, political, but not political. Like it's, it's not really political, like towards government. Yeah, like not saying it's pro government or against government, but very like, let's all work together. Let's the people need the power. The the other thing is, and they said this during the open air, um, is the lead singer and the guitar player are black and they came out and they're like thank you for accepting us you don't see many people that look like us in metal and rock and it's been amazing for you guys just to welcome us with open open arms and so like their message is it's great it's yeah it's not very political necessarily but it's definitely like hey there's social fucking issues going on that need to be addressed. Yeah, I guess that's the better way to see it. Not necessarily political, but just social. <laughs> yeah, and like this was going on October. This was in October 2020. Yeah, the unfortunate events of um, the end of May and June 2020, um, or beginning of June 2020, really brought to light the social injustice of um, in America and really brought that to the forefront of all parts of society, every part of society. So, Yeah, and and I, I don't remember a whole lot necessarily about the performance. I remember liking it a lot. It was pretty lengthy. I can't remember how long the actual performance was. Um, it was basically them having a headliner performance, right? Because it was their live stream. Yeah. Um, which we've never seen them as like a headliner role, which would be really cool. No, we've only seen them at festivals. So, right. and they only get like a 30 minute set. Yeah. So they're always at the beginning of the festival. But they always come and bring it and destroy the fucking, like the place. Like it's amazing. Like once I said the energy, the sound, Yeah. the crowd gets, it's so fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, both, I can't remember at um, Not Fest, but I know, no, Not Fest he cl- climbed as well. Yep. But um, like during open air, um, they have like, it's at, Bridgeview Toyota Park now, I think. It was SeatGeek at the time. Okay, SeatGeek. Um, used to be Toyota Park where um, the uh, Chicago Fire played. But um, there's like a press box thing over on the side. And I just remember in the middle of the performance, he like climbs up the press box, like which is like a building, and then like on top of the stage basically. And um, yeah, like see his mic cord is just so long. I remember him, I don't remember at Riot Fest if he did that in 2021, but um, not Fest he did. He climbed up on the production stage. Like the soundstage out The soundstage, yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't so. do it um, at Riot Fest, but Riot he definitely Fest. ran into the crowd with, like he took his jumpsuit off and was just running around the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so he always, I mean, he, yeah, he has so much energy and jumping around like crazy. Well, and, they all are, yeah. They're yeah. just jumping around having a great time. It's awesome. But yeah, I don't remember a whole lot necessarily about this. I remember at one point, I don't know if it was the beginning, middle, or when, um, but it was they had extras at, in police riot gear, which yeah. went along with you know the songs and the thematic, the like metrics. yeah the 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 theaterness of this particular performance. Um, I, I loved it. The other thing I remember is they had, I believe it's supremacy. Like they had a new EP come out or it was coming out and they had this amazing woman vocalist come out and sing like the backup or sing the chorus. And 
they had her come out to do this particular performance with them on the live stream, which was awesome to see. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah, all in all, that's really all I remember about the performance. I remember loving it, thinking it was great. Um, I love their music. I love their energy, their sound. Like I said, their message, everything. I, I just love this band so much. And the live stream did not disappoint, especially for 16, 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. So we watched it at the time we were in a studio apartment. And we had a small 37-inch TV. 27-inch. Sorry. A small 27-inch TV. And we sat on the couch with, we were all concert ready with probably our soda and beer. And got ready to live stream the concert. And I would just remember being so excited that we were going to watch a concert because it had been so long. Yeah. I mean, since February 2020, since we had seen a show. Did we see something in February? Yeah, we saw Lumineers. Oh, we did. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I just remember being so excited. Like I didn't care if it was live stream. I didn't. I, I didn't care. I was just so excited to see a show. But I mean, yeah, great show. Love that band. Love everything they do, and yeah. that was so much fun. I wish you could buy these now. So yeah, let, let's save that because I, that's I want to get to that at the end when we talk about Avatar because Avatar. That's the next one we're going to talk about is Avatar. Um, so let's just, you know, let's dive straight into Avatar sure, then. Sure. Um, so this was the Ages show. And this was January 2021. Mm-hmm. And why we say January is there were four separate shows over the week. It was every Saturday. Month of, yeah. Yeah. Every Saturday there was a show. So the first one was the Dream Show on January 9th. And then what were there? And then there was Illusions on January 16th, um, Madness on January 23rd, and then Memories on January 30th. And so we ended up paying $108 for this, by far the most. Yeah. But even if you take like the Fever 333 price and jock that down to like 15 bucks a show, that's... 60 bucks, so we overpaid by $48 then. Yeah, compared so this to was them. basically $25 a show. But it wasn't, right? Because a part of this package, there were multiple packages again, like Metallica. This package came with a sweater. Oh, right. I have a sweater. Right. <laughs> For the tour. The so, ultimate world tour. So $108 got you a sweater and four concerts. Yeah. And you had 48 hours to watch the concert from the time that it went live. After it went live, right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's actually a pretty good deal. So yeah, one hundred and eight dollars for four live shows and a sweater is pretty good. Yeah, very good price. And and like you said, you got to watch them for forty eight hours. Yeah, and even one of them, uh, I wasn't home for, so you watched it, and then I was able to watch it the next day. Right. Um. So yeah, it's kind of cool to be able to see it. So let's talk about each show though. Okay, do you um, remember much about each show? So, somewhat, on some of them. So, um, talk about the whole, th- like, the title ages. Yes, yeah, so it's, so, first of all, let's just talk about Avatar. Okay. So, when they put on a performance, it's all a show base. So, they, right now, currently, they're, um, they, like, dress up as kings or, like, um, just jokers so or, yeah when we first saw them at open air i would describe it as like carney almost carney. yeah 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 yeah. and yeah. then the next album 
definitely they were like a you know like royalty kingdom everybody had their place you had the king you had your jester yeah uh, and so on yeah 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 so um so it's all like they put on a huge performance every single show which is probably why we've seen them so much because it's just so much fun to watch them but um so each show the dreams illusions madness and memories was a different era of their music so i believe dreams was the newest I think it went the newest to the oldest. Oh, I did it? Right. Yeah. So I could be wrong on that, but I think that that's right. So um, Dreams was like their newest album, um, which was, what's the name of the album? Colossus. Is that the name of the album? I'm pretty sure. Or is it Hunter Gather? Hunter Gather. Hunter Gather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like all their new stuff. Um, and they put on a performance like I don't remember if every single one was like this but one of them had like old ticket stubs and like old posters on the wall like old concert posters and that might have been the memories one and yeah they had, I think, like doors that they went in and out of yeah the it seemed like the stage was very similar for all of them it was once again they're in sort of like this makeshift room in a warehouse um but they're yeah they would change it up for the for the particular show. For what they were The playing. last one, Memories, which we'll get to, I think was supposed to be like when they first started out. Mm-hmm. So it was like them as kids. Yeah, yeah. So um, Illusions, I don't remember what album that was. Was that the King? Oh, uh, yeah, Avatar yeah, yeah. Country? Yeah, yeah. So that's like Avatar Country type time period, which is where we saw them the most What like for live concerts was like during that period. Um, so that was a lot of fun because we really, I mean... That's when we got into them, so that's, like, the part that we um, really like. And then Madness was, like, I don't even know what era it is, but it's, like, um, smells like a freak show. Um, it's probably your your Feathers and Flesh, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Hell the Apocalypse, and your Hell Black Waltz albums yeah, are probably yeah, those. Those three albums, yeah, yeah. Hell the Apocalypse, definitely. So, um, and that's the show that I had to watch without you, so we watched those separately. Um, and then Memories was like their first album, which is, I, I don't, I didn't listen to really until we watched this. And then I was like, oh, I really enjoy this. By the way, I pretty much just listened to like um, Black Waltz forward. Um, but it like, this is before they like dressed up and like put on a show and stuff. So they were basically just um, no, no face makeup and um, jeans and t-shirt. And like I said, like the decorations in the room was like old concert posters, old tickets, old pictures of them practicing. Um, yeah, it was like just the older stuff of them. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna say about you are right. Like we we saw them for the first time in open air 2017. Yep. So that was like right before Avatar Country, like you said. But like a lot of their their music at that time was definitely that Feathers and Flesh, Hell the Apocalypse, and Black Waltz. And Black Waltz and Hell the Apocalypse to me that's the like carny phase, and I guess to some extent Feathers and Flesh. Um, so I don't know for some reason that just reminds me of like oh this is their carny phase, and then they went into like the King phase, and now they're in like the Hunter Gatherer phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but until this show, I also did not realize their first album came out in two thousand six. Yeah. And then they had a couple in 2009. And I think that was the last, like, the memories uh, section of this. Yeah, like the... Those three. Aughts. 2000 aughts. Yeah. Or how do we say that? Um, 
so yeah, it was really cool to see. They played a lot of songs that they typically don't play because they don't really play it that often. A whole lot of songs off those first three. They it took them a while to like take off, and I think it happened with Black Waltz. Yeah, um, I don't think at their concerts they play their first two albums. They, I think, when we saw them earlier this year, they played one song, and I remember it because he had the same opening he had during the ages live streams where he's like this is an old girlfriend who slept with like my right. best friend or something like that. Right. So it's like a dedicated to you, like go fuck yourself type song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another song that they, for some reason in my mind, it's pig destroyer, but that's see, not like right. <laughs> that's, that's not the name of the song, but um, we yeah. did see that at one other concert. Um, that was in 2021. One of our first live shows back. They played that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing it on our set list, but... Well, it was 2021. Our set list is Oh, right, right. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that song we've heard a couple times now, but... Um, and it's heavy. Like, I, I guess that's part of it is their early stuff is, like, super heavy. Like, um, and then they do get into, like, the circus phase. And then the king... With Avatar Country, that's just fun and dancey. I don't even know. I need a better uh, describing than dancey. Than dancey. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everything's just dancey. In like my Ghost is dancey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just dancing around. We don't dance, but other people might. Um, and then Colossus went back to heavy again. Yeah. yeah. Or Hunter Gatherer, I guess, with Colossus. Yeah. But yeah. What we're, like, I guess for watching this after, because this was the second show that we watched, or the second live stream that we watched, after, between this and... Um, this would have been the last one we watched. It would have been oh, was Fever, the then Metallica. Yeah, then. Yeah. So out of the other two, I guess, like, what were your thoughts on how they put this together versus the other two? It's very, very similar, right? It's in a warehouse, um, I think Metallica took place inside their their headquarters, which essentially is a warehouse where they have all their shit. Um, but they're all in a warehouse on a soundstage, sort of speak, right? So, I mean, they're all very similar. I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the other two, be- primarily because it was four concerts. It was something to do the entire month. Um, it was super entertaining to see. Like I said, it's, or like you said, it's not necessarily, it's not the same thing as watching a recorded or a live streamed actual concert. You can do a lot more with this sort of setup. And Mm -hmm. I think they took the most advantage of that. Um, Next to them, I would say Fever 3-3 took the most advantage, then Metallica the least amount of advantage of what they could have done. But also it was a different thing that Metallica was, was trying yeah. to do. Yeah. Like Metallica was trying to raise money for the foundation. And a part of to do that is let people pay to have them called out or shout out during the show. Um, versus these were, let's just put on a performance and have fun. And like I said, I think Avatar took the most advantage of that approach because it basically was like one giant music video. Yeah. Yeah. Like each each performance was a different music video, right? Like you said, they yeah. on this one they had a setup on the stage where they had multiple doors, and they'd like run through the door and then come out the other side, and it made it very trippy. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I feel like the Avatar put the most into the production, where Fever Three Three, Fever Three Thirty Three maybe did like the least amount of production, but enough production to make it very viewable and enjoyable. I could I could see that it was very minimalistic yeah. the Fever Three Thirty Three setup, but it also like worked for what they were trying to go for. Metallica, you know, they had the Salesforce um, was one of the big sponsors, so I think they gave. Yeah. A yeah. lot of money to do like the the hexagon shout out square things. Yeah. 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 So I mean yeah, all in all, I really enjoyed this. I liked the fact that you could watch the show forty eight hours. I can't remember if the other ones you could as well. Even though we didn't take advantage of it. I know you did for one show. I don't know if you did for other shows, but I never went back and rewatched the shows. Um, no, I didn't go back. Um the one when I was out of town is the only one that I watched later. Um I wish we could have one back and watch them though. I would like to watch them now, which I think you can rent them. You for can still rent 24 them for, hours. Yeah, or 24, 48 hours. Maybe yeah. 48 hours. Yeah. Which isn't bad. I, I want to say it's only like $6 to rent it. Six ninety nine, maybe. It's really not that bad. No. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about avatar? No, it was really enjoyable. It was. I, I, I would love it. to see a two hour performance from them every weekend. That'd be really fun. Different performance, too. I think that's the thing. Is like, even though it was four shows, it was completely different each week. So, um, where, like, if you go see four shows of theirs now, you maybe get, like, one or two songs that are different, but otherwise it's the same show. So we mentioned a couple times during this chat that we wish we could rewatch them. And as you said with Avatar, you can probably, I think you still can go online and purchase, like, a 24, 48-hour viewing for relatively cheap, like, six bucks or so. Um. And I mentioned like we've seen live, we have we have nugs where we watch some live concerts um, that are, have been recorded and put up there. We watched the live stream of Tenacious D. We can go back and rewatch that, or at least we could have. Um, and we compared that Tenacious D one to more of, you know, watching one of our live stream, or not our live stream, our, our DVDs of a concert yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. And we, we watched some of those like disaster pieces from Slipknot. We watched that several times, or at least I have. Um but we we don't go back and rewatch that often and i guess i guess what's your like like you said you want to go back and rewatch this stuff how often are you going to do that do you think like if we have the opportunity to yeah i don't know cuz uh, like sometimes i mean if i'm if we use nugs as an example like we might have just machine head on while we're cooking dinner or eating dinner as our music source instead of a record, which generally we have a record on. But um, so I feel like if we had these to go back to watch, like we one night we might put Fever 333 on and just have it playing while we're cooking dinner and eating and stuff. But as like background noise. As background thing. noise. Yeah, not like sit down and watch it like what we did the first time, but just have it, have it on, yeah. What would you think? Like would you do that? You know, I, I think I would go back and rewatch it from time to time. Just put it on and sit there. If I, like, I, every now and then I get in the mood, and I've done this with Nugs. I'll just throw a concert on. I'll watch some of it. Go to YouTube, do that. Like I said, we have a few DVDs, like Disaster Pieces, um, Cunning Stunts from Metallica, that from time to time I'll put on and watch. We have S&M that we did that once as yeah, well. Yeah, Um We did the free trial of the Coda Lounge to do the Metallica 40th. Rewatch those shows. And even though we went to both S and M and 
the 40th. Yeah. We still wanted to watch the live right. stream. So it's something that we do from time to time. Um, I agree with you. We do a lot of the background viewing of it. The thing I'm not the biggest fan of is this rental approach that Avatar is taking where if they've released all four of these on a DVD or digital download for like 40 or 50 bucks, I think we'd pay that price I would. to have it Yeah. for, even though we'd probably never watch it. But like the $6 rent one show for 48 hours, I, I can't really justify doing that myself. Like, I don't know. It's super weird. Yeah, I think that's why we haven't done it. Yeah. It's because it is, like, I mean, if you could pay $6 and then you get it, you get, like, a link to watch it whenever, that's kind of cool. But Right, and I'd even pay a little bit more. I'd pay, like, 15 bucks a show type thing. Yeah. Maybe 20 a show. I mean, think about how much a DVD costs. Like, probably pay sure, yeah. more than that anyway, so. $20, $25 per show. I think I, I would, I'd really buy that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Maybe Avatar will release it someday. Maybe. Maybe they don't have, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a production rights thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So, I mean, that that's one sort of notch against this live... But, I mean, it's really not even a, a knock against it, right? Like, no. I, you don't rewatch a, a concert. To, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean... Some people do. They record the whole thing <laughs> yes, on their cell they phones. Do. So, I mean, I, I get that. It's... I could, all right, that's fine. But, so going away from like, hey, I want to purchase this to watch it whenever I want to watch it type thought process. What about just the process in general, like what we did with Tenacious D, where it's like, oh, it's going to be on, it's 25 bucks, let's get it, and that's what we're watching on this particular night. Like, what's your thought on that whole approach altogether? Like to just purchase the live stream yeah. and watch it? yeah. Um, I don't mind doing it, um, cause I enjoy watching the concerts, even if we're not live. I mean, even if we think about watching, um, Green Day with Lollapalooza, like we had nothing else to do that Sunday night. So why not watch a concert instead of watching a, I don't know. Like a cartoon show or like yeah. some sort of TV show or movie. Yeah. Like a TV, like, I mean, we watch the same TV shows over and over and over. It's like. Why not watch live music that we like to watch anywhere? You know, like, we love live music, so why not pay the money to do that? And the money, I mean, generally the money goes towards the band in some way. I don't know about Lala, how that all worked. Well, I mean, yeah, because it was Hulu. Yeah, and the fans get paid. Yeah, I don't know how that works. It's probably a flat fee and then whatever. Yeah, but, like, thinking about uh, Fever 333 or um, Avatar, like, Metallica was a different situation because it's all within my hands, so they weren't taking money out of it, Um, but Fever 333, like, we loved seeing them in 2019, so we're, like, we're supporting them, Um, and same with Avatar, like, we just really enjoy Avatar, so it's, like, we're going to support them. If more bands came out with live streaming, we would have probably supported those as well. Yeah, I, I I think I'm in the same boat that I enjoy watching the live streams. Definitely going to a venue and seeing it live. Like you get that crowd atmosphere. You can't replace that, just live streaming it. So you're going to miss that. The audio might be a little better on a live stream. We've been to a few venues that really, really suck 
with the audio. But if you can like hook the audio straight from the mic into a mixer and stream that out, you probably get a little bit of the sound. You're not going to have the acoustic issues with certain venues and whatnot, right? So I definitely get that. I would prefer going live, but if there's a concert tonight, like Metallica's playing, Disturbed, Avatar, Lamb of God, whoever really, right? If they're putting on their show live that I can just pay and stream it and sit at home and watch it because I can't make that particular show. That's what I was going to say. I would never replace going live unless we can't make it. Like if All Within My Hands this year is live stream in some way, we will be watching it because we can't make it this year. Right. So it's like, and say with the Tenacious D, like the Rock the Vote thing, like we weren't going to make it to. Where were they, New York? The That one was in New York, I believe. The next weekend they were in Milwaukee, and we talked about going up. Yeah, we had other concerts going on, though. We did, yeah. And, like, uh, we, our week was just busy that week, and we decided not to go. But yeah. but anyways, I would not replace if, – if we could make it to the concert, I would not replace going and being in the crowd and being at the concert versus sitting on our couch watching it. But if, like, in 2020, we had no choice. There was – Nowhere, I mean, nobody was holding concerts, and we couldn't, you know, living in Chicago, we couldn't go to a venue anyways. So I would much rather watch music than, like I said, a TV show or something and support the bands that we enjoy watching. Yeah, 100% agree. And when it comes to, like, re- replayability or rewatchability of it, is I, I'm in the boat of if I'm going to rewatch this, I want to buy it up front and then rewatch it. Right. I don't want to do one of the subscription model bullshit. Because, I mean, the 40th is on the Coda Lounge. And that's like a $7 a month subscription fee add-on to your Amazon. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to watch this again. Well, what's Nugs? We pay for Nugs. We, we paid for Nugs because we got like a promotion from Metallica where it was... I think twenty five or fifty dollars for the whole year. That's not that bad then. It's not, and I don't. I think we've got our money out of that. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we'll do it again next year, type thing. Um. But yeah, it's. And it's much better quality than just going on YouTube and finding a concert. I've done that a lot. Like if I'm at work and want to watch a concert, I'll YouTube a concert to watch, and sometimes you get good quality, and then sometimes it's somebody's cell phone. That you're watching it through and right. it's not that great. Yeah, I mean like Metallica oftentimes takes two or three songs from a show and produces a pretty good video and puts a really good video and puts that up as like the live audio for our video from this particular concert. Um Yeah, and sometimes you can find like download festival. Yeah. Um they produce though you know, some of the songs. I think it was kinda like um what Lollapalooza did where um it's not every single band because they can't film every single stage or every single band, but they, you know, like the headliner they'll um, put up or whatever. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the live streams, especially like you said, if you can't make it, yeah, it doesn't replace a live show by any means. A live show is just a hundred times better, but I mean, 2020, we didn't have an option to do that. You had no live shows. This was a great, way to like get in and see like a live show have an event that evening to break up you know yeah the week of 
wake up, work from home, eat at home, go to sleep, wake up, like that whole routine just repeat over and over. Now you had something to look forward to. And it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we get to see live shows again. I'm glad some people are doing some live stream stuff that you can purchase to watch, especially if you can't make the show or some of it's even free. I think, yeah, I think some of it's even free. So it's great to see that it doesn't replace, like you said, a live show at all. Like a live show's hand down is the best thing to see. This is a good second if yeah. you can't do it. It like tickles that itch of wanting to see a live show. Yeah. If you can't make it. So, so I mean, I'm all for this. I, I think live streaming is not going anywhere. I think you're going to see a lot more of it. I agree. Um, I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. I see it as sort of a good thing. Um, as long as people don't become money hogs over it. What do you mean? Like, I guess if, if it gets to a point where you're paying $100 to see a live stream, that's just ridiculous. That's a good point. What, what do you think your top dollar for a live stream is? It all depends on what the situation is. Okay. Because if it's like Metallica, a charity, um, I think we paid $76. Is that right? I guess we could look. Uh, 75 $75. So, like, that's fine. Because it's going towards their charity. If it's Metallica just live streaming and all you get is the hour and a half live stream or the two hour live stream and nothing else and it's $75, probably not purchasing that. Yeah, that's a good point. Like with Metallica, $75 and Avatar, $108. Both of those, not only did you get the performance, but you got like the t-shirt. And a sweater, yeah. And a sweater for Avatar. Metallica, we got the audio of the performance as well to listen to whenever we wanted. Um, Avatar was four shows. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think my top dollar is right around $25, $30 for a thing. Um, Tenacious D, I think we paid right around that $25 mark. But that was t- for the Rock the Vote. It, it was another charity type thing, yeah. right? But at the same time, I think $25 is a... It's a reasonable price yeah. for okay. a concert. And two people are going to the concert for $25. You can have multiple people come over to your house and watch it type thing. How about if you wanted to have that, that gathering with friends, get your friends together, watch lots of live stream, have a little bit of a different atmosphere than a live show, but still have a lot of fun with your friends while listening to some great music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, especially if the show's, you know, out of state or, you know, somewhere where you can't make it. It definitely um, fills that void of not being able to go to the show. Yeah. And I would much, I mean, even if we just watched Nugs or something, like, I would much rather watch a concert than, or listen to music than watch some stupid TV show. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I said stupid. We don't watch stupid <laughs> we, we they're do. all great. they're all stupid no they're all stupid <laughs> um no i i agree it's it was a great way to see stuff in 2020 i see it only getting more not necessarily popular but definitely in the future we're gonna see more of this yeah i think so too it's not necessarily a bad thing it's a different thing not necessarily bad yeah maybe in a couple of years we'll come back and revisit this subject and See if we still think the same. Or yeah. if it even keeps going. Yeah. I think it will, but... I do, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that was 2020 in a nutshell. Uh, 
bunch of live stream music, and I guess a little bit in 2021. Yep. Um, yep. Got that. Uh, that was one month in. <laughs> that was live music during COVID. That was a different animal for us all together. Yep. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. See you.